Hi there, this is Omar Crook, host of Living with a Genius. I want to personally thank you for your financial support. Your donation helps keep this show chugging right along, and I truly couldn't do it without you. As always, thanks for listening. Be kind, do good work, and until next time. Here's Living with a Genius for August 6, 2020. The Voting Rights Act was signed into law on this day in 1965 by President Lyndon B. Johnson. It aimed to overcome legal barriers at the state and local levels that prevented African Americans from exercising their right to vote as guaranteed under the 15th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution. The Voting Rights Act is considered one of the most far-reaching pieces of civil rights legislation in U.S. history. Lyndon B. Johnson assumed the presidency in November of 1963 upon the assassination of President John F. Kennedy. In the presidential race of 1964, Johnson was officially elected in a landslide victory and used this mandate to push for legislation he believed would improve the American way of life, such as stronger voting rights laws. After the Civil War, the 15th Amendment, which was ratified in 1870, prohibited states from denying any male citizens of voting age the right to vote, based on race, color, or previous condition of servitude. Nevertheless, in ensuing decades, various discriminatory practices were used to prevent African Americans, particularly those in the South, from exercising their right to vote. During the civil rights movement of the 1950s and 1960s, voting rights activists in the South were subjected to various forms of mistreatment and violence. One event that outraged many Americans occurred on March 7th of 1965, when peaceful participants in a Selma to Montgomery march for voting rights were met by Alabama state troopers, who attacked them with nightsticks, tear gas, and whips after they refused to turn back. Some protesters were severely beaten and bloodied, beginning with the late great Senator John Lewis of Georgia. Others ran for their lives. The incident was captured on national television. In the wake of the shocking incident, Johnson called for comprehensive voting rights legislation and in a speech to a joint session of Congress on March 15, 1965, the president outlined the devious ways in which election officials denied African-American citizens the vote. Blacks attempting to vote were often told by election officials that they had gotten the date, time, or polling place wrong, that they possessed insufficient literacy skills, or that they had filled out an application incorrectly. Blacks, whose population suffered a high rate of illiteracy due to centuries of oppression and poverty, often would be forced to take literacy tests, which they sometimes failed. Johnson also told Congress that voting officials, primarily in southern states, had been known to force black voters to recite the entire Constitution or explain the most complex provisions of state laws, a task most voters of any race would be hard-pressed to accomplish. The voting rights bill was passed in the U.S. Senate by a 77-19 vote on May 26th of 1965. After debating the bill for more than a month, the U.S. House of Representatives passed the bill by a vote of 333-85 to 85 on July 9th. 
Johnson signed the Voting Rights Act into law on August 6th of 1965 with Martin Luther King Jr. and other civil rights leaders present at the ceremony. The act banned the use of literacy tests, provided for federal oversight of voter registration in areas where less than 50% of the non-white population had not registered to vote, and authorized the U.S. Attorney General to investigate the use of poll taxes in state and local elections. In 1964, the 24th Amendment made poll taxes illegal in federal elections. Poll taxes in state elections were banned in 1966 by the U.S. Supreme Court. In 1965, at the time of the passage of the Voting Rights Act, there were six African-American members of the U.S. House of Representatives and no blacks in the U.S. Senate. By 1971, there were 13 members of the House and one black member of the Senate. Although the Voting Rights Act passed, state and local enforcement of the law was weak and it often was ignored outright, mainly in the South and in areas where the proportion of blacks in the population was high and their vote threatened the political status quo. Sounds familiar. Still, the Voting Rights Act gave African American voters the legal means to challenge voting restrictions and vastly improve voter turnout. In Mississippi alone, voter turnout among blacks increased from 6% in 1964 to 59% in 1969. Trump is currently attempting to sabotage and delay the upcoming general election by crippling the U.S. Postal Service through his newly appointed Postmaster General and top GOP supporter, Louis DeJoy, and it's working. Mail delays are already happening across the country, with some areas experiencing up to three-week delays in mail delivery service, and by continuing to deny overtime to already overworked and time-strapped postal workers, it will continue to get worse and worse. Like all of Trump's lackeys, DeJoy is busy crippling and dismantling the very agency he should be in charge of protecting. Benjamin Franklin was our first Postmaster General. Let that sink in for a minute. If you're not registered to vote, do it today. Go to vote.gov or text 384-387 to register. It's safe, easy, and reliable, and it takes about 90 seconds. If you're voting by mail, like the rest of us, vote as soon as you get your ballot, which will be in October here in California. Trump and his coterie of nitwits will stop at nothing to win. So please vote and please vote early. Thanks for listening. Be kind, do good work, and until next time.